Falcon is now the ultimate power in the universe. The Pat and AJ Podcast. Well, because they got great banter. They jib-jab. Jib-jab, jib-jab, jib-jab. Pat and AJ. Well, I feel like the conversation we've been having in the last five minutes is a lot more interesting than the shit they're talking about on the radio. Just moronic commentary and stupid sound effects, and it's just dumb. It doesn't make any sense. It's the Pat and AJ Podcast. Pat and AJ Podcast. Coming to you, I suppose, for the last time from the... The Pat and AJ podcast, Quarantine One Studios. Oh my gosh. Stop it. You are just giving me more reasons to cry here. And I just want to do that to try to rile her up off the bat. He loves making me cry. (laughs) No, it's so... No, no, no. It's not in a mean way. No, no, no. It's because she's so... She honestly is very emotional. And AJ can cry at a lot of things. And for a long time, I was very unemotional. And I cried at nothing. So it was so fascinating that if I said something like, hey, you know, one day your dog's going to die. Oh, my God. She would, like, break down crying in tears. You're so mean. With a, like, like, with a smile. But, no, AJ, she's a, she, like, literally just walked in the door because um, we're recording this on Sunday. And you are leaving for Arizona tomorrow on yes. Monday. So when people are, are listening to this, if you're one of the first listeners, that's when she's driving. I just dropped off a bunch of clothes yeah. to donate. And on the way home, I said I should probably stop. And see a couple of neighbors and say goodbye, a proper goodbye, which in- includes me crying. And- which which we already tried to do earlier today. Yeah. And they weren't home. And I went with you for that specific reason. I said, I, I would like to go and be her moral support. Oh, you're so sweet. And we went there and then they weren't home. So she literally like busts in the door crying. Well, yeah. And she's like, let's record. Let's do the show. Listen, there's I'm not, ready to do this show right now. There's not going to be a point in the rest of the night that I'm not emotional, yeah. so we might as well just do it. You know what is kind of nice about this, though? What is it? Is that I I feel like I've overpacked, but you can't overpack when you're moving because you have to take everything with. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm looking at my clothes, and I'm like, I think I've overpacked, but I'm like, no, I didn't. Like This is where this I'm is going it. to live. So It comes with you. Now, now it's all about how to fit it in the car because you have to just take it all with you. So AJ is in the final hours of her Michigander experience. I'm not doing the thing you did before you went to Hawaii. I'm not doing the drives around. Like, and I oh. wanted to. I wanted to go to like downtown Flint. Yeah, and just kind of drive around. But what's what's the point? Then I'm going to drive around. Yeah. I'm going to cry in my car. And I, I don't want to do that. I did that when we left Wisconsin. I remember like driving around, seeing a sunset. I started crying. I'm, I don't want to do that. We spoke about this last episode, how, or maybe a few ago, about how I'm still entertained by all the cop shows, even though they're all off the air and, you know, you can't really see them new. So I pop out at like an old cops. I, I just go on YouTube. I'm like, cops, full episode, go. And literally the first one, it's from 1990, whatever. Boom! Flint Vehicle City. The Aww. arches are right there. And it's like, yeah, we're here in Flint, Michigan right now. We're Friday night. <laughs> One thing hasn't changed from 1990 until now with the Flint Police Force. Still white. Still a lot of white guys in there. <laughs> City blacker. Police force still. White. You have to call while I'm gone. You have to call our favorite local photographer, Mike Nadeo. I do. I, oh, I have to get a print off him. Yeah, because yeah. we've decided that, like, we did that this when we moved to our house here in Michigan. Is we have two huge pictures of our hometowns in our living room. We have a Chicago picture and a Milwaukee picture, and we have this gigantic wall in our new house that we don't know what to do with. And I said, why don't we just put pictures of our favorite places that we've lived? That's, and so we're going to get a, an amazing picture from Mike Nadeo and get it um, framed for our living room. That's actually how I really 
guilt tripped AJ into making her the first one to go because she wanted to back out. She wanted to say, you know what, you should go. I just want to put this off longer. You know, I'll stay. And I said, look, if you want to back out of this and you want me to be the the first frontier, again, I'm always the first frontier. But I I said, that's fine. But that big wall, I'm going to have the most ridiculous West Coast East L.A. Chicano-themed lowrider mural. That's a terrible idea. Painted. (laughs) I, I want a classic... 6'4 Impala with candy drip paint. I want like a cholo on Listen. one side, and then I want like big block letters like West Side for Life. I am not. Ag- That's what I would do if you made me go first. I'm not. So against- you'd never forget that moment. People will ask you, I know. why do you have that mirror on your wall? Well, because you see, that's funny. I'm not opposed to a mural on that wall. I just, you know, something a little, a little more specific to us than East LA. <laughs> I don't think you've never. I don't think either of us have even been to East LA. LA. I've been to LA, not East LA. Not East. And not enough to to have a mural in my house. None of those. I just feel like it would be a good mural. I keep forgetting we're like within driving distance of California now, Southern California. You're a border state of California. In fact, that's that's the funny thing. And I mean, you notice this if you join. If you're moving anywhere, anytime in your life, and you join these Facebook groups that are, hey, I'm moving to blank, or I'm new in blank, and they have one for every city, every town, every state, no matter where it is, you inevitably can figure out where the flow is coming from the most, because that's the group that gets targeted. And everyone on the Arizona page tries to figure out if you're a Californian, and then I'm like, well, because the Californians have all been leaving California during the pandemic, which, by the way, after the census came out, they really hadn't. Yeah, it doesn't surprise me. Yeah, it's it's really so overblown, but you know how it is. It sounded weird to me that anybody would, like, pick up and leave during a pandemic. Yeah, they they said for, for, like, every one loaded San Francisco tech hippie who could do that there's a thousand normal people who live in sacramento who were like that's nice for you i still live in sacramento so well i am gonna miss the shit out of michigan so yeah i mean and and like you said you don't want to do the walk down memory lane physically but as michigan never being a place where you imagined yourself living no i always thought it would right? was like just another wisconsin i'm like it's got to be the same thing what uh like like if you were to yelp review michigan as a whole what are you giving it out of five stars give me your pros oh, your oh. cons i mean what what'd you think of your experience i would say um geez four and a half out of five four and a half that's good i love this state uh people drive crazy here but i've also heard that that's true in Arizona. I have heard that about Arizona. But but then Hawaii's like the opposite where everyone drove really slow. Oh, yeah. So, no, people just drive crazy and I feel like I've turned into a Michigan driver because I have so much road rage because of the way people drive and then I realize I'm probably part of the problem too. Did I ever tell you when I really That's the only reason it gets four and <laughs> right. a half out of five. That's, That's the reason. it. See, for me that would put it up to five. I mean, that would put it over. <laughs> The, the the night that I figured out that driving in Michigan is a new adventure, when it really clicked and I said, okay, this is just a new game, it was one of actually my most memorable Michigan memories, which was seeing Prince at the Fox Theater in Detroit. So like this, months before he died, um, just a few months. Yeah, on like one of his last tours. And I was, and this was a, a weekday show because Prince back in the day would just kind of pop up with a show yeah. and be like, I'll be here in two days. See you then. So I was driving home out of 
2 in the morning, because, of course, Prince played this marathon show that went into encore after encore, and I knew I had to be up at, for work at 5 a.m., <laughs> and I'm driving back. Now, mind you, this is a random weekday. Not a Friday, yeah. random weekday. It was like a, th- a Wednesday or a Thursday or something. About 2 a.m. when I hit the outer stretches of Detroit, getting ready to hit the burbs. And when I mean I was getting flown by, <laughs> when I was cruising 80 because yeah. I knew I needed to get home in a timely manner. Oh, people will make you feel like you're crawling. That's when I figured out this is a new set of rules because th- this is like... No big deal. This is like, why are you only going 80? My mom, this is ridiculous. when she was in the car with me, at one point, there were people passing us up like we weren't moving. <laughs> and she leaned over and uh, looked at the speedometer and she said, Jenny, you're going 80. And I said, yeah. welcome to Michigan. I mom. love it. I love it, man. <laughs> me, I have a, a, a lead foot. In Wisconsin, no joke. I had he like, got pulled over a lot. They are, isn't it like fifty five? Fifty five. You guys are fucking crazy. Don't That's say you crazy. guys because I don't live there anymore. So, and when I do, I visit, still blame it on you. You're, so you're like, the Wisconsin. When I visit, I'm I'm surprised I don't get pulled over. But I got four, I think, speeding tickets <laughs> in a span of like four years because we were obviously when you used to work a morning radio show. You're out when the drunks are out. Yeah, I got pulled over once in the lacrosse area, and they they. Thought I was a drunk, yeah, they like coming home from the yeah, bar. They always I, approach you as a DUI. I'm like, I have my baby in the back seat. And I'm dressed for work. I'm like, I ain't yeah. a drunk. And I, I think I was going. I swear to God, thirty and a twenty-five. But it was like five a.m. So they they thought I was out. Yeah, to no same good. same thing. I was going like ten over, and they got me. And I'm like, there's no one here. I'll tell you my favorite traffic stop. Here in Michigan. In Michigan? Yeah, I got stopped twice in in uh, Grand Blank, not far from our house. Okay. Within like the span of three days, and you could tell, and it was like, again, you're going like five or six over. You could tell, you know, the police were just out for a quota yeah. of tickets. So that wasn't bad, and they let me go each time. It is what it is. But my favorite traffic stop in Michigan is when we were coming home from a concert in Detroit, and we were on 75 North. Oh, this is, we went and saw... Res. Rez, you like electronic DJ, female, yeah. electronic superstar. She's on Dead Mouse's album, and we were driving home, and we got. Oh, I'm sorry, Dead Mouse's label. We got pulled over, and I, th- I mean, I think we were going a little bit over the speed. Nothing, nothing outrageous Again, for not Michigan. Like, yeah, not my Prince night where I'm going 80 and people around me are going 95. Yeah, my thought was okay. It's late, and I'm going like 80 in the yeah. 70s. So whatever. And the cop came up to us and said, have you been drinking? And I'm like, not a drop. I don't drink. And Pat was like, well, I'm high. And he goes, well, I just want to make sure nobody's drinking. Yeah, well, <laughs> I had my vape pen in my hand. and a, he, You know, you couldn't put it away when the cop walked up to the well, car. I, but you it, weren't driving, though. So. I wasn't driving. No. I wasn't using it. I literally, it's almost a fidget toy. I just yeah. play with it in my hand. It was so funny. He's like, I'm legally allowed to have it. So. He's like, I don't care about the weed. Just want to make sure nobody's oh, drunk. Yeah. And then he said, well, I really just pulled you over because you're going a little bit fast, and there are deer crossing deers, the highway. Yeah, it was all about deers. Yeah. He didn't want to have. Do you know why? Because if he gets a call that you hit a deer, going eighty, this is like a fucking hour of his time. Yeah. He needs to sit out there and wait for your car to get towed. He's like, and hey, just slow down get... a little yeah. bit. But it was the funniest. I'm like, that was the most pure Michigan traffic yeah. stop ever. No, I, I was talking to somebody um, on Twitter the other day, and they said they've lived here the, their whole lives. And haven't done half the stuff that I did here on my bucket list. I think it's because 
the way we've been, you know, Rolling Stones living here and there, you almost know you're always on borrowed time wherever you are. Yeah, last summer I felt like it was a perfect time to go up north and go hiking because everything was shut down. And my son and I went up to the UP and went hiking and saw all the things I wanted to see in Michigan. But it's like, that's why I never minded diving headfirst into every place I've lived. Because I knew, I'm like, as soon as I get here, at least in the former life, the clock is ticking. Yeah. Like, I'm not buying a house and going to live in it till I die where I am right now. And we're the same way about Arizona. This won't be our last stop either, I'm sure. But so, but but with that in mind, because again, you know, you're only going to be here for a limited amount of time. You go kind of all out, yeah. and you do all those things. And I remember my first opportunity here when I felt like I was jumping into the Michigan world. We had moved here, and I realized, holy shit, I could see my Chicago Blackhawks play the Detroit Red Wings, their arch rivals in a historic stadium called the the Joe Joe Louis Arena. And that's where I'm like, I'm doing that. We're doing that. We're all going. We're going now. I'm kind of happy that we've lived here long enough to see. Like you did we, shit yeah, like that, right? Yeah, we went We went to the Joe quite a few times for stuff, yeah. and it's gone now. It's, we yeah, went, it we is went a to the, memory. We went to the Palace of Auburn Hills. It is that's, gone. That's gone now. So, I don't know. I uh, to, to quote myself, I've lived the shit out of this state, and I'm yeah. comfortable with it. So, yeah, like the, that's good, though. Honest to God, the only thing we didn't do that I wanted to do was um, kayak up at Turnip Rock in okay. Port Huron, but didn't you try? Or, or, a, or you thought about I, it? I thought about it, and then somebody said, "Listen, the water is choppy. Mm-hmm. It's no joke. Like this is not like a stream. Yeah. So if you're not confident in your kayak, it's not a good idea." And I said, "I'm not confident in my kayak, so I'm not going to do it." Did I tell you that's my plan to learn how to kayak in it's our pool? So much in I, Arizona, I don't know, man. It's a big pool, but I don't know if it's that big. It's an in-ground pool. You have to, but see, to kayak, like you have to learn how to turn and stuff. That's I don't all, know if you have enough worry. room. I could do that. No problem. It's been my summer adventure. Okay. Had kayaks in his pool, okay? <laughs> Listen up, we have got to open up the phone lines. The first listener who can correctly answer our stupid trivia question of the day is going to get to come down to the Flyers game with us tomorrow night and take a shot from center ice. Now, if you make it, you win two VIP passes to the 93.3 WMMR Beach House for our start of summer blowout. Who would want to spend a weekend at a beach house with these idiots? Dude, nothing but busy signals. I'm on hold on all of them. We're going to get through. You're on hold on those? Get through. Hey, who's on the line? That's that sounded like this uh, one. Uh, Mac from South Philly. All right, Mac from South Philly. You're on with Preston and Steve. Holy shit, he got on. Holy shit, I got on. Please don't curse. All right, here's the question. What Philadelphia Flyer holds the franchise record for goals in a season? You have 30 seconds. Go. Okay, this is a go, hockey go, question. Go, hockey, okay. hockey. Uh, where's the H key? There's no H key. There's no H key. What are you talking about? Is there another way I spell hockey? There's no H key. There's no H key. There's, no there's, there's an H right there. What would be the next oh, Why did I put you in charge of this job? Okay, you oh, forget this, dude. I got this. I got this. Think, Mac. Think. Think, think, I gotta think like that guy, that guy that sits on this the rock. This dude, the one like that? Yeah, with the big muscles and he puts uh, his hand on his... He's big and green think, and he's... Think. The thinker? The thinker. Oh, think, think, oh the Hulk! The Incredible Hulk! Hulk doesn't think The Hulk. Hulk. Oh, shit, dude, I know this. Dude, you gotta stop cursing. Look, you guys can't censor me, okay? I'm a bit of a badass. <laughs> <laughs> you can't censor right, Let's go, answer the question, come on. I don't know, I don't know it. Damn it! Reggie Leach. Reggie Leach is the... Correct answer! <laughs> I think I know why one of our old co-workers and his wife and his family loved doing all that couponing and contesting and stuff. I got to tell you, that shit is fun. And you've got to understand, 
Are you couponing? What's going no, on no, here? Not so much couponing, but contesting. Okay. They were lightly into contesting, more couponing. Yeah. But anything that offered a chance at something free, they would be all sure. in on. Here's here's my problem. So I grew up and I thought we were really poor. Turns out we were just middle class, but really cheap. Cheap, yeah. Um, so I thought we were poor. So as soon as I hit 18, I re- like anything, like I, I wouldn't do that. Like yeah. I wouldn't sign up for like, because to me it was like, no, I can afford to buy it now. I have a job. Yeah. I can buy Frosted Flakes if I want Frosted Flakes. I don't need to sign up for your contest to win Frosted Flakes. And then I entered the radio world where you're legally not allowed to participate pretty much in any contest known to man. Yeah, we can't win anything when you work in radio. Anything. Any- I mean, like, you can't, and, and duh, of course, you can't win stuff from your own radio well, station. Yeah, but, but, like, anything. you you can't win anything from anybody because you have ties to the media. Like, nothing right? from anybody. Which, like, I get, you know. No, I get it, too. I understand it if, like, somehow the wacky morning guy from a radio station ended up winning, like, I don't know, a free BMW from something. Well, yeah, and I mean, even when people I knew won yeah. stuff from our radio station, I felt bad, even though there was nothing sinister about it. Like, I didn't oh, purposely yeah, yeah, yeah. pick my friends' names, but when they would come up, I'm like, oh my God, I hope nobody thinks that I, like, rigged this. So, I have never been able to really contest, and now that I'm free of the media tag, and I don't work for any kind of big corporation, I have no affiliations to anywhere... And since it's a digital world. What are you contesting? Anything that comes my way. Like what? What I, I win stuff. What are you winning? How have you not told me this? What have you won? See, now AJ didn't even notice. I started this in 2019 when I became a subscriber again to Sirius XM Radio. Sirius XM Radio, by the way, does targeted contests through their email to you. Okay. And they know what you're listening to and all that shit. And then they'll send you an email saying, hey, here's an artist you might like. They're coming to your town. If you want to sign up for tickets, click here. And when I mean click here, it's click. And they know who you are. Yeah. It's done. I want tickets to go see um, Beck and KG Elephant with Spoon. That was the Nightman Running Tour. Um, and then I won tickets, but we couldn't attend. So I had to give them back for another, uh, EDM act, Allison Wonderland. Oh, I love her. She was playing along with Martin Garrix. Oh, it was like a double bill. And I won tickets to that. And that's when I first started getting, because I was like on my way out of radio and they were sending them to me because I was a paid subscriber. Yeah. Right. Like I wouldn't have gotten these emails. No. Had I was a regular Joe, but I started winning and I'm like, this is, and I don't know how it is, but somehow Sirius XM, like they actually gave you really good concert ticket seats. Like usually the ones I gave out, I felt bad. They were like last row. Right. Like I would give you last row to go. Yeah. I'm like, you can go see Maroon 5 from the very last row (laughs) at Little Caesars Arena. But when I won those tickets to go see Beck and KG Elephant, they were good fucking seats. Yeah. And that's when I first got the little tingle of like, man. Feels good. And now all of a sudden I get all these emails again. I get them through my school. I got one today where if I just fill out this stupid survey about my school, they'll sign me up to maybe win a MacBook Pro. You know, okay, that's awesome. Yeah, exactly. I don't enter any of that stuff because I'm just like every other person who always called our radio station. You don't think you can win? 
I never won anything, but ever. Like, that's what I thought then until I started winning all the concert well, that's, tickets. that's what people would always say. They'd call in and they'd win tickets. They'd be like, I never win anything. And that's that's me. I don't win anything, so, so I just stopped entering. Again, like psychologically, when I was in college, I couldn't, you know, that was, and I say this not in a mean way, but it was below me. You know, below you. I wouldn't sign yeah. up for free stuff because I was like, fuck that. I'm making my own money. I can get my own stuff, you know. That's shit that, like, my mom would have done, right? No, the older we get, the more I'm like, hey, if you want to give me something for free, I'll take it. But I remember, so, like, but, like, seriously, one of our old coworkers was featured on, like, uh, Wife Swap, and, like, his hook on the show was that they were an extreme couponing family, yeah. but really cheapskates, really. Yeah. Like, their whole shtick was cheapskates, and they did talk about, you know, the games and, you know, trying to contest, and... They even admitted in a updated version of the show, which we shot, by the way. We shot their, like, 10-year updated we did. version. It's, it was so It was, it was so like great. Wife Swap Update yeah. or some shit. But we asked them, like, how's the couponing, the gaming, the contesting, and winning? And they said the digital years have, like, fucked them over. Like, oh, they yeah. hate it. They're like, oh, because before you had to put in a little bit of work, and there was a lot of reward. Yeah. Which is what most of the, they count on you not doing. Yeah. They count on you not putting in the work to get the reward. With the digital age, I mean, it's so easy, especially with autofill. Bro, my computer knows all my info. Like, it's kind of nice. Like, I literally, if it says, like, click here to sign up, as long as it's, like, legit. You know I mean? Yeah. Obviously, you're not signing up. Like, I'm not just, like, Googling can I win shit? No. <laughs> but as it comes across to me for the first time, I'm allowed to be a part of it. Yeah. And I'm I'm, I'm like, like I'm excited. I'm like, am I going to win a MacBook Pro? Am I going to win a $1,000 Visa gift card? Listen to you. I know, because I could never do it. Like, I could never do it before. And it's like, really, it is easy now. It's a new There's, dawn. Dude, it's a new day. Oh, man, listen. It's a new life. Don't try it. She's, she's trying to sing me out of this bit. No, Don't not. sing me out of this no, bit. No, it really is, though. This is like a new thing. This is, I, I'm t- you are going to think I'm full of shit so I come home with a big screen TV. Watch. <laughs> come walk in with a 52-inch Vizio. Look what I got. Hey, you know what Sanford told me? I can't believe Caitlin's getting married. Julie Doyer died. Yeah, right. No, I'm serious. Oh, I'm going to go to her wake. No, you're not. Why not? It's today. What? Paulson's funeral parlor. Next show's at four. Shit, what about tomorrow? One night only. She's buried in the morning. Oh, you gotta watch the store. I gotta go to this. Wait, 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 wait. Has it ever occurred to you that I might be bereaved as well? You hardly knew her. True. But do you know how many people are gonna be there? All of her old classmates, to say the least. Oh, stop it. This is beneath even you. I'm not gonna miss what's probably gonna be the social event of the season. You hate people. But I love gatherings. Isn't it ironic? So we had our garage sale. We made a bunch of dough. About three hundred bucks, not bad. And we got a bunch of stuff out of our hands into other people's hands, and then we a bunch of other stuff was just given away or dumped in a garbage dump. And, <laughs> but it's gone. It's over. By the way, remember we all remembered why AJ was anxious and had anxiety about having the garage sale. We tied it into past traumas that you had only. Had to do garage sales when you were let go from radio jobs. Yeah, and so I had you, to move. So you associated that with like failure. Yeah, I felt like a failure yesterday. <laughs> but the garage sale was a huge success. It was. I just I've learned so much about garage sales. I swear to God, the second you put that sign out, and I mean the second, yeah, you better like check in your rearview mirror because I swear to you, somebody followed me to our house. And by the time I got here, I'm like, I got to run upstairs and get something. There were already people browsing. Like, it was insane. (laughs) 
There was somebody on Facebook. Let, can we talk about this for a second? <laughs> so this is my, now the last time we had a garage sale, uh, yeah. I think I posted it on Facebook, but like marketplace wasn't that big of a deal. This was yeah. 2014. Yeah. Um, I posted it on Facebook, but not as like an event or anything. And then I posted it on Craigslist because that was still a big thing. Now, the world has changed with garage sales. Sure. Um, if you post that you're having a garage sale on Facebook and you post pictures of what you're selling, people will try to get you to hold shit for yeah. you. Yeah. Or they will ask for like specific details. But I had, it's only if you allow them to. See, that's the well, problem. Well, no, they did it. I didn't answer. Yeah. Say, say, <laughs> just don't, don't respond. Don't look. Who cares? Well, and there was one person who I'm like, hey, there's a whole bin of Thomas the Tank Engine toys. And one person was like, what's in there? Yes. And I was like, Thomas the Tank Engine toys. And they were like, which no, ones? like, which ones? And I need I was, a bin number. That's why I'm like, I'm not doing this, man. I'm like, just come through and sift through it. But I didn't realize, like, that's a thing. And even um, yeah. my hairstylist, Carrie, she said, oh, no. She goes, when you post that, you have to write no holds. Oh, Because see? that's people will ask you to hold shit for them. And I'm telling you, they don't show up. I had three people not show the up for that drum set. The, 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 the unwritten rules of garage sales and yard sailing and all this shit. I and, had to learn all of this in like a, a span of an hour yesterday. Now, again, and good God, I suppose, call me old. This is my Gen X side showing here. But um, fuck your marketplace because... <laughs> I had so much fun legitimately interacting with people. You know, my hairstylist, Carrie, said the same thing. She goes, Pat was in a great mood yesterday. And I said, he told me that he actually enjoyed socializing. Now, listen, (laughs) one, we've been locked in this goddamn house since March of 2020. And I mean, locked in the house. Well, to be fair, we've done some things, but. Once, we went to Hawaii. That's what we did. Outside of that, we lived, existed, yeah. I schooled, I worked, yeah. I, everything in this house. No people, no interaction, especially after you lose your corporate job, right? So a lot of solitude. And it was fun to have quick, interesting moments with people. It was kind of like a cocktail party. <laughs> I've always been told that I'm really good at cocktail parties because I'm good at just... You're good at small talk. Yeah, I can give you some good small talk. We can connect. I'd be a good politician, but I have way too much fucked up shit that I do. <laughs> There's too many skeletons but, in that closet. Like, but I'm good at that, and I enjoy it. I like finding a, a, a quick way to connect with someone through a story or something. And You were oddly chatty yesterday. I, I thought... Well, I was afraid to ask you for help. Do you think I was fucked up or something? You're like, oh man, no. Pat is wasted early today. Well, that's what. I, that's Holy what smokes! Carrie said she said he must have been really high. Yeah. <laughs> I said he no, was, yeah. but a I, little bit, a little moderately. Bit. No, but I said just in general, I didn't want to force you to like interact with people if you weren't in the mood because you get real foul when you're not in the mood. So, yeah, if, if if I don't want to interact, and, no. So that's why I didn't want to force it. Man, but yesterday, listen, like, he straight up told me. He goes, "Hey, you look tired." Why don't you go lay down go for right an hour? Now. I got this. I was man in the shop. Because like, listen, what? it's also half sales too, okay? Yeah. It's also like you're trying to move product. You're like, take my stuff, man. But I just met interesting. Dude, all right, listen. So one of the items that, of course, I'm sure you received a lot of online intrigue about. Uh, vinyl collection. Did people bother you for that? Yeah, actually. Yeah, I, exactly. I had a lot of messages right, of, everyone. tell me all the, the records in that box. They, yeah, yeah there, there you go. I'm like, come look, damn it. So we had a big box of vinyl. Is my mom's stuff. Don't worry, I already yanked all the good stuff. And we put it out there. And again, vinyl's in one of those renaissance periods. Yeah. There's a lot of collectors and stuff. 
So um, a dude comes and he starts thumbing and he and he gives the whole how much for the box. Oh, they all love the box, man. Which, which so do I because then it's gone. Yeah. And we we figure out a price. The guy takes it. He leaves. Fine. He's a fine guy. Another dude uh, swings by. This guy looked like, like a like I mean, it was a modern day hipster. He was very hipster. He had black skinny jeans, which are kind of out, I guess. Right? Skinny jeans are not but out. He looked around my age. Um, black skinny jeans, Converse, black t shirt. Okay. I think it was like a retro Black Sabbath t shirt. Okay. Uh, real like high fade haircut. And same thing, he cases, like, kind of, like, really comes up with a purpose. Yeah. Like, you can tell people that are hitting a garage sale. Like, For something specific. Yeah. yeah. And, and he's, speci- he's brrr, and, and I knew it. I could smell it coming. He goes, hey, you guys got any of that vinyl in around here? Oh. Exactly. And I tell the guy, I go, no, vinyl's gone. And he goes, oh, it's too bad. Same thing, typical. He's into vinyl. And I go, well, actually. And he goes, what? I go, I do have one piece of vinyl. Again, this is where the sales part comes in. Yeah. And he goes, well, okay. And I go, but there's a little bit of baggage attached to it. And now he's intrigued. Yeah, like, what is this? Now he looks, he's like, well, well, okay. And I go in the back and I bring out, I shit you not, a vintage Bill Cosby comedy album autographed by the Cos. <laughs> autographed <laughs> to my grandmother, whose first name yeah. was Sybil. <laughs> I hope I I hope that's all he gave her that day. <laughs> you I hope he didn't offer her a drink or anything. When we Did were, your grandmother have any stories about no, Cosby? When we were cleaning out her apartment after she died, I just remember Pat like he hit the jackpot. He goes, "That's mine. I'm Before taking it." Before that motherfucker got outed for raping around the world, do you know how much money that would have been? Like I a know. signed George Carlin album. Yeah, but talk about a shit dive in value as soon but, as you go raping around the world. Well, but it did have my grandma's name on it, so that's but it's still, personalized. Still, though, there's I I feel like Cosby up, up until all this shit was in a class yeah. of Pryor, Cosby, Carlin, Seinfeld. So what did this guy say when you brought out this Seinfeld? So I, and, Cosby and, and, and immediately, boom, his eyes pop, and I go, now I was contemplating auctioning it off and then donating the money from the auction. To like a local women's charity. Sure. I'm like, so I feel like like it's not blood money. Like it's yeah. not like fucking blood diamonds. Blood money. Right? I, I don't want to profit from it. And so, again, Mr. Hipster here, Black Sabbath guy, he's about my age. Then looks at me and 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 goes, Yeah, there 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 are actually a lot of really good local charities that work with women's groups like that. I actually help them out. I'm uh I'm actually a criminal defense attorney and I um I do a lot to kind of balance my karma cuz you know and I'm like oh so you kind of have to defend and I motion to the the album and he's like, like yeah yeah and I'm like so he goes yeah I don't need any more on my hands so even like who, the the hipster Johnny Cochran of Flint wanted nothing to do with the Kaz album, <laughs> but he did give me a good lead on a few uh, local joints that I could donate the money to. It would be <laughs> so funny though if that album came with us to all the other places we end up living in our life, and then our son one day, 
one day. It's cleaning out our shit. Hopefully not a lot. That's our goal is to not yeah. leave a lot of he shit for him to, to clean out. clean out nothing when we die. Um, yeah. But I can just see him being like, who's Bill Cosby oh. and who's Sybil? And what the hell is this? And chucking it in the dumpster. <laughs> and it's over. Because that, just think His about it. His great-grandmother and at that point, a dead rapist. <laughs> That's what the fuck? <laughs> this makes no sense. Think about it, though. I mean, that's, we talked about that with a lot of people at the garage sale Ooh. yesterday about how, because we were trying to unload porcelain dolls, like yes. over 50 of them. These were all my mom's uh, collectible dolls. My mom loved dolls. Yeah, and somebody was like, oh, you know, that's quite the collection. I said, it's not mine. It's my mother-in-law's. I'm like, I just want people who will appreciate it sure. to take it. It's like a stamp collection. Yeah, and then we started, ever, and this happened multiple times yesterday. We started talking about things that our parents collect that we're going to have to deal with oh, yeah. when they die. And unfortunately, most of the time, we don't give a shit about that stuff. And it ends up going either in the dumpster or hopefully you can find somebody who will appreciate it. So I got a chance to also meet an ASD mom who is doing her damnedest to get her adult child on the spectrum um, to leave because he had found the bin of DVDs. Oh, my God. Uh, this mother and her How son. How many DVDs did you sell, by the way, do you think? Uh, one. <laughs> Back to the future. Back to the future. Back to the future. To That's a little it. kid, though. That was exciting. It was. A little kid bought it. I'm like, I good for like, you, dude. Good choice, kiddo. That's a great movie to choose. It was the trilogy. The fucking demand, you know, for physical media out there. I Didn't hate it. Didn't you get that for me? Wasn't that a gift for me? I think you I, bought it I for me. I think so, yeah. yeah. So I had a van pulls up, and a mother and son pop out. I'd say it sounds like 18, 19. And he beat, and same thing, just like my hipster lawyer friend, like he knew what he wanted to look for. And he yeah. comes right up and he goes, any movies? <laughs> and I go, well, actually, yeah. And I had yes. pulled, I had pulled this big box of DVDs and some VHS into the garage because it had started to rain. Yeah. And I, I, I go to pull it out and his eyes just pop <laughs> and he dives in and just starts going through them all. And when his mother, his Mother saw the amount of movies that I had in That's there. That's a lot. I, I mean, again, I have a son on the spectrum, uh, pretty well-educated in all things spectrum. My sister was on it way before it was cool. I know sometimes <laughs> the routine aspect and things that must be completed, and I didn't know if she just was figuring out how long of a time she was in for, but she was bargaining with him with oh everything God. she had to get out of there. <laughs> oh, no. And AJ, we've done the same thing. When me and you over the years have been contacted for like various jobs, and they, they, they never fucking panned out, right? Never. But we would always be like, what's our son going to say? Holy fuck. What's our son going to say when we, when we go, hey, we're moving to Baltimore. Yeah. We're moving to Charleston. And we're moving to Chicago. All, all places we almost. All, all places that. That tried to hire us and then didn't hire yeah. anybody, actually. But, and what would we do? We would default to what is the number one thing in his life yeah. and we will go for it. And whether it's the new PlayStation 5, we'll get you that. And she was doing that. She yep. was like, hey, we can watch and it was like whatever your movie is upstairs on the big screen tonight on the big TV right now, but we have to leave right now. I Let's go right buy now. Buy you a car if and we can leave right now. She could have been lighting off fucking dynamite, and he wouldn't have noticed because <laughs> no. he was in, yeah, going through every movie. So how did she end up getting him out of there? Twice there were two fake exits. All right, she got him like halfway to the car once, and then nope. 
like all he needed was one eye back, and he's like back to the box. And then he had another fake one, and I think the third one. I don't know if she like sprinkled some sugar on top. And it was like maybe you get to choose dinner or something. But she was going like if she had chips of parenting, she was going all in, yeah, all in. And I could tell that it, it, it had it was later in the afternoon, so they had been out garage sailing all day. Oh my gosh! And they probably hit the big sale on M fifteen that day. Yeah, you can see the malaise, and it was like she was just done. He had probably gone through every box yep. at every place, and she it was so and. Again, I wouldn't have had that experience on Marketplace. I need to be in my driveway, in my garage, to meet the ASD mom and her adult son. Aren't you glad it's over, though? It was fun. Nah, and do you know what I, I might have another one. Who do you, knows? Do you it was know, fun. You, you, oh, my God. I'm going to have another one while you're gone. You should. <laughs> you're a better salesperson than me. Although, I'll tell you what made me feel good about we had the stuff we had at the end of the day. I was like, just put it out by the, the end of the driveway. Yeah. Like, just let somebody take it. I'm over it, but I want somebody to take like, it. Like like you said, you're supposed to put it out there and then, and, and then you post on Marketplace. Yes. Free come get. Yeah. And I still had people saying, will you hold that? And yeah, I said, yeah, no. Of course. Um, but I felt good about it because my friend Jen came over. She had loaned me one of her um, clothing racks. Yes. Which, which, by the way, how many pieces of clothing did you sell? None. There you I'm go. sorry. One jacket. Okay. What, and it was mine. So, so none I, of your jackets. So, none of the kids. So jackets. I sold one DVD. I sold one. Coat, you sold yeah. one jacket. <laughs> but uh, my friend Jen came over to pick up her clothing rack. And she runs a local animal rescue. And she said, well, we're having a garage sale for the animal rescue next weekend. Yeah. And I was like, good. Take all of my shit that I didn't sell and sell it at your garage sale for the animal rescue. And I even gave her stuff that I'm like, oh, I forgot to put this out. Here's a collector Barbie. Here's a bunch of stuff. I'm like, okay, well, that's going to get sold and go to a good cause. So that made me feel good about it. See, and again, you couldn't have done that unless you had all the stuff here. I know. In person. You have to... Um, the dolls, by the way. Um, we still have yeah, all the dolls. Yeah, not... I, I think we sold two dolls, and the one was to a little girl, God bless her heart. Which I'm glad. It was. I feel it was like- a little red riding hood, and... Of course, her dad goes, well, that's really kind of a doll for... It's not a doll you play yeah, with. Like, yeah, like, that's a doll for, for displaying. And I looked up and I said, no, that's a play doll. Yeah. And, and, and I said, Lil, you take that and you play with it. It was meant... It's a doll. It's a doll. That's what it's meant to be. I um sold a lot of 45 records to a fella. And when he was handing me the money, I noticed on his hand, and he's probably, I don't know, I'd say somewhere in his late 60s, early 70s, okay, a tattoo. And the tattoo was a semicolon. Now, for those of us in the mental health game or... Maybe those who pay attention to tattoo trends. Yeah, I need to get one of those. A semicolon is commonly associated with mental health awareness, and it represents to take a pause. Take now, a pause, if, take if, a breath. It can be tied into suicide awareness, but but overall, it's about the meaning of a semicolon, and what is it? It's not an end. It's just, I mean, it's, it's a pause. Yeah. So if you're in a, a place, take that pause. And as we did the quick cash handoff, because I was dealing with more cash than a stripper on Dort Highway on a Friday night for the first time in a long time during this garage sale. And he did make it rain later Thank in that night. <laughs> uh, I noticed a tattoo, and I said, all right, sir, let me grab that from you. I appreciate that that tattoo, by the way. He stopped. He looked up at me, and he goes, uh, well, it's going to be two years next month, and he goes on to tell me all about his son who had committed suicide. Oh. 
and then told me about uh, his other son, who six years ago uh, we lost in action. Oh, in, my God. In our country's longest raging war. And he was a proud Marine veteran. I saw he had a hat on yeah. and wore it proudly. And uh, I looked him in the eyes and I said, you're, you're stronger than you know. And yeah. he's like, absolutely. And he went on to talk about kind of all the steps he's taken, the help he's gotten, tattoos, Good. support groups. Good. Uh, to kind of keep one foot going in front of the other. And again, I wouldn't have had that interaction. If you would have sold all this stuff on Marketplace. Yeah. Now, I will say something else. I was pleasantly surprised that we caught no shit and, in fact, more high fives for Pat's obnoxious yard signs. By the way, I am the neighbor with the obnoxious yard signs. I thought about taking them down before the garage sale. I know she did. I, I know didn't she want did. to turn anybody away. I'm like, just come get my nope, shit, please. Nope, nope, nope. Uh, my homemade yard signs, by the way, because I like to personalize them, uh, currently say get the vaccine because we're at the point now where we have a vaccine that exceeds the demand. Not only do we have 12% of Americans who will never get it, but of the other 88%, a lot of folks are lollygagging. So we need folks to get vaccinated. So I had those signs out there. I'm on a popular corner in my subdivision. There's no HOA. I can do what I want. <laughs> And people drive by it, and they can say and do whatever they want. I had more people make a comment about the signs in a positive manner. Yeah. Saying, hey, is it like Krispy Kreme? Do I get something free because yeah. I'm vaccinated? Pat started off. He goes, hey, anybody who's vaccinated, get something for free yeah. here. I said, go <laughs> go in the DVD box. Pull one out. Get a free DVD. You get a free jacket off the jacket rack over here. <laughs> you know what I loved? And I'm sad that it didn't pan out. I loved uh, the older woman who gave us a quarter and said, "Yes, um, here's a quarter. And she goes, whoever sells that fur coat on the rack by yeah. the end of the day. My grandmother's fur coat. Yes. Gets the quarter yeah. because I was hanging it up when she got there. And I just like out loud said, we're never going to sell this. Like fur. She is- gave us a sales incentive. That's yeah. what that is. She goes, here's a quarter. Whichever yeah. one of you sells it by the end of the day gets this quarter. Nobody sold yeah, it. Yeah, couldn't move that one. Not a big demand for fur, fur coats. coats. <laughs> in our uh, woke 2021 culture. You Although know? she was funny. She goes, I think somebody will buy it. Because there are people who yeah, are still are, into Yeah, that. I think if and you're. Just, they, they I don't really make that I think stuff if anymore. you're into it you're into it yeah. but I think it's definitely faux pas yeah what you do you know? do it like I I mean unless you're like high society exactly where, the fuck that... I, where, where am I wearing a fur Meyer? coat <laughs> yeah you know unless I'm pimping come on but uh I had more folks including those women by the way it led into a conversation about are you vaccinated and what'd you get and we would talk, and I'd say, oh, I got the Johnson & Johnson. Their eyes would get a little big. And I'd say, no, nope, I got it right before the pause. And I said, you know, the the warning shows that it's only about women 18 to 40 yeah. with a certain kind of blood type. See, women in general seem yeah. to be hit by the vaccines but, a little bit But, harder. you know, I, I said, I'm, I, you know, I'm outside that group, so I'm fine. And she goes, oh, I got the Moderna. And I met someone else because I got the Pfizer. And it was fun to have those conversations because we were kind of enjoying some of the perks, I suppose, of yeah. being vaccinated. I was conversing with strangers yeah. in an outdoor setting, and I didn't feel like I was going to fucking die. Uh, 
Um, and so we, and, and like we both had, you know, most people would wear masks. Sometimes I, I take them off, but still it, there was kind of that, like, I thought if anything, I said, Oh, I'm, I'm going to get one fucking guy that wants to make his Twitter moment. And he's going to come up here Ugh. and give me the business about the vaccine, a garage sale. <laughs> you know, like he's just waiting. And instead, cause again, I forgot my signs were out there. I legit yeah. did. I just haven't been thinking about him. Uh, I had more people either make light of it, like, hey, do I get something free because I'm vexed? Or, you know, yeah. or, or people say, hey, thanks for doing that because we need to, yeah. you know, Hunker get her down. Yeah. And like, those were the old ladies telling me that. These were the old ladies who lived through the fucking Blitz, the Nazis, <laughs> Vietnam. And they're the ones like, we got to get over the hump with this one. Right. They're like Rosie the Riveter, these women. So it was, it was, again, all these fun interactions that, yes, normally, Maybe old Pat would have not liked that much because I was forced to be so fucking social in my well, job. I, know, I, know. I was forced to be a certain kind of crafted personality. So, you know. You felt like, even when you weren't putting on a show, you felt like yeah, you were. Yeah, but like you definitely were when you were being like pimped out to, to, to be at someone's fucking used car sales lot. Yeah. And they're such weird conversations. So it was so much fun you to have. You were just a normal person having they, a normal yeah, conversation. Yeah, they were so awesome, legitimate conversations. They were quick and like we all connected about something. Like, like yeah. me and the lawyer, he's a criminal defense guy. I go, hey, I'm a clinical social worker. He goes, oh, he goes, you get it because I'm going to end up talking to some of his clients too yep. one day. And the the the, the marine with the semicolon tattoo, yeah. we connected on that. The mom with the ASD son, I'm like, sugar, I get you six ways from Sunday. You know what I feel like you experienced was when I gave hugs for the first time last weekend. Oh, yeah. and I remember on the last podcast I said it felt like almost emotional to like have human contact yeah, with yeah. people who aren't in your circle. And I almost got emotional hugging people because it was we so, even, we even got to give some hugs too. We did got, yeah, we had a few people stop by to say goodbye to us. We had uh, Alex, we had Alex, just uh, of Alex fame. Uh, yeah. She used to work at the humane society. She's worked with a bunch and, of and places. She yeah. worked at like the best places, but she's like a woman about town. We've known her since like the first Day few one. months that we moved here. Yeah, We love her. And I mean, to be fair, she came over for a leaf blower, but she did want to say goodbye. She did. Yeah, she's a like, new homeowner. Owner, and she's like, I need so much shit. And yes. I didn't think about it. <laughs> and then it was weird when I found out that her mom is only seven years older than me. Oh, yeah, so I right. looked at Alex and I said, I could be your father. That's awkward. We, uh, we saw the lovely Jane O'Dell, who I knew from the Flint running and walking groups. And she came on our wine tours. Yeah. She, the oh, the old station. wine tours. Those yeah. were so much fun. By the way, do you want to know how many of those wine glasses we sold? None. None. There you go. <laughs> Threw them all out. It was nice, though. It was it was nice to talk to people. It was nice to hug people. It was, yeah. it was also nice to unload stuff. Like, you know. We definitely got a lot of stuff out, as always, with yard sales. What goes first and foremost? Your yard equipment and your yeah. lawn equipment. If it is anything like a yard blower, a leaf trimmer, a I mean, Dude, that stuff's going to go. You would have thought that our cornhole set was a PS5. Oh, yeah. I had more inquiries about yeah. that. And yeah. I, I straight up had to I mean... Friends, I had to tell friends, I'm sorry, I'm not holding it for anybody. Do you know why? Do you what? know why? Because it's that's called seasonal pricing. Because yeah. what what is it? Today, at least today here. In, oh, there's people playing cornhole down the street today. Yeah, today's the real first, I'm yeah. talking hot day. 80 degrees, yeah. And how many people now are like, let's play cornhole. I want a cornhole. Where is it? Well, I'll pay anything for it. Because you want it right now. Those, you know, handmade sets are expensive. Yeah. We're, we're selling ours now, for like 40 bucks. Imagine you're trying to sell that and it's fucking January. It's hard. In Michigan, people are like, what the fuck am I going to do with that? 
It was nice. I'm glad it's over. I'm so glad it's over. But I, are you? Because now, now you have to vamoose. Now you have to drive like a. Oh, like I don't want to talk country. about that right now. But right. I, I listen. I fully support you if you want to okay. go for another garage sale while I'm gone. If because get, you're a great salesperson. If I get lonely while you're gone, just for the interaction, I'll just set up. <laughs> I'll set up like the shadiest little garage sale with like like one table and uh, <laughs> one table. We'll just hang out. We'll have, we'll have conversation. All right. Okay. That's all we'll do. Stop on by it's Pat's garage. Show. <laughs> Nothing of consequence. The Pat and AJ Podcast Network is available on all your favorite audio platforms. Subscribe today. Follow Pat and AJ on Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, and Facebook now at Pat and AJ. PatandAJ.com. Support the Pat and AJ Podcast Network today by donating on Venmo or Cash App. Powered by the people. The Pat and AJ Podcast.